Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Pretty good. We are recording via phone again, once again, because of our crazy schedules. I feel like I never see you anymore. Oh. Oh. You miss me? I do. <laughs> so. That, and then uh, I backed up and winning missed you smile. again. So. <laughs> Did you ever hear that Jeffrey Ross poem called I Miss Her Sometimes about his ex-girlfriend? Nope. He says, "I." He goes, "I ran into my, uh, ran into my ex girlfriend the other day, and then I backed up and ran into her again. I miss her sometimes." <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be my winning smile you'd miss. It'd be my, uh, my fantastic scowl. Uh yeah, your mean mug. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest, you got a pretty good mean mug. I've got uh, so. the male equivalent of resting bitch face. I don't do it on purpose. It's just how my eyebrows are shaped. <laughs> No, it's just that you're always irritated. Yeah. I mean, I am in my late forties and, uh, all my, all the expression lines are starting to show and mostly they're just scowls. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll just, we'll just call it a mean mug. You I'm, look, uh, I'm irritable. You look intimidating. Yeah. Irritable. You know? Yeah. There we go. Like you have to poop or something. <laughs> I don't look constipated. I just look irritable. Yeah. You're not biting your bottom lip, you know? Mm. So, um, how do you feel about balloons? You like them? Uh, especially the Chinese-made balloons. I think most balloons are Chinese-made, though. If you probably look, if you go to buy a balloon, I'll bet you it's from China. I would be. I would be. Uh, I would think it's like more from the Philippines or Taiwan. No, or China. Yeah, maybe. Especially so. big white balloons, sizes size it's, of a football you know, field. When you go to blow them up, and they have like that dusty sort of coating on them, mm-hmm. is that uh, burned Uyghur ashes? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. That's dark. Too soon? No, that's just dark. That's not too soon. It's, it's dark. They, they are Chinese. <laughs> they are Chinese authoritarian communists. So, yeah. Oh, that light, they're not the light, happy Chinese. So, are you just you know? saying that where they produce these balloons, there's just Uyghur ashes floating around? And they... I'm saying the Chinese are bad people Ooh. when it comes to their government. So, nothing against Chinese people in general, just their government. I mean, so. but Chinese people are Chinese people. I mean, every, every ethnicity has their, uh, has their thing, you know? Yeah. That they're yeah. known for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a really bad Yeah, we're not going to get into it, but you, everybody but think, wanna... everybody's thinking it. Like when you think of any ethnicity, you go, what are they known for? Everybody at no, home right now, they're th- thinking it. Nobody was thinking this joke. I'll tell you offline, but I'm not going to yeah. have that well, one what, When you so. think of, uh, um, Norwegians, what do you think of? Uh, stinky fish. I was going to say lutefisk. Yep. <laughs> Horses yeah. stroming. One of the two. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no matter what it is. Well, that's Sweden, eat, I think, stroming. So they got to eat like, uh, I used to think lutefisk was bad, but stroming is way worse. I mean, so. they're stereotypes for a reason. Everybody has them. Uh, what do yeah. you think of, what do you think of when you think of the Irish? Uh, well, I mean, drinking and fighting. That's what yep. everybody says. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and and like 16 redheaded kids in your family mm-hmm. so, i'll tell you what though 
there's something about like that uh, that right color hair, the uh, red hair and the blue or green eyes on an Irish gal that looks like amazing. So, so do you know what Ethiopians eat right before they uh, race? Oh no! What? N- nothing. They fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this Chinese balloon, um, I. This is, I'm starting to worry, not about the Chinese or the balloons. I assume there's all sorts of things we don't know all the time that our government's not telling us. I was just reading a story today that said uh, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Kennedy administration was trying to decide if they made that story public or not. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you think about it, probably the closest our world's ever been to nuclear disaster, and the government wasn't going to tell anybody. You know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they should or should have told anyone. I'm just saying by means of, by way of demonstrating there's a whole lot of shit we don't know. Yeah. So the idea that Chinese balloons have flown over or whatever, I mean, I, I get it. There's satellites and all that stuff. I'm, that's not the part that freaks me out. What worries me is as this story keeps going on and on and on, it gets worse and worse yeah. and makes me feel like we're run by complete incompetence who worry more and more about how they appear on Twitter and social media than running the fucking country. Yeah, they're way more worried about perception than reality. Yeah, and let me let me just sort of walk you through some some of the things that kind of terrified me as the story comes out. So, first of all, they don't say anything, even though it comes it comes in over Alaska, swings down through Canada and into the United States. The only reason they know it happened is because somebody in Montana saw it yeah. and <laughs> was like, "Bright blue sky." The, and they're like, "What is that? What the hell is that thing?" And they were telling him, no, 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 there, there were pictures of it. And there are people going, that's the moon. Are you kidding me? That's the moon. It's like, you know, cameras are getting not necessarily phone cameras, but regular SLR cameras are getting so good that you can photograph the surface of the moon from Earth. Right. Yeah. But phone cameras are certainly good enough to photograph a weather balloon from 60,000 feet away. So, yeah, it wasn't the moon. And a quick okay? aside, a quick aside before you go. Uh, Chelsea Handler, you know, she, got, yeah, she's a dummy. Yeah. She got, did you hear about this? She got interviewed recently and she admitted, and this wasn't, a, I don't, I, I, I watched the, the clip and I didn't get any indication that this was just like a, you know, how comedians just make up stupid shit about their life that didn't happen just yeah. to tell a joke. This didn't, yep. this didn't seem like a joke. She said she just recently found out that the moon and the sun are two different things. Did you hear this? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know if I believe that I watched it and I'm like, look, it could be just like making, you know, making a joke and trying to make yourself look, but it just doesn't, it didn't seem like something like she would joke to make herself look like a fucking moron. She did say recently though, that she was taking Ozempic, um, which is, uh, which, and she goes, but I didn't realize it was taking, it was like a weight loss drug or something. Ozempic's a thing for, uh, diabetes, but if you crank the dose way up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All the, so, all the Hollywood I mean, people are taking it. Yeah. They do it the same. It's like, yeah. well, I didn't know I was taking it because my doctor, you know, they just give you these pills. I'm like, oh my God, you're an idiot. Anyway, yeah. so back to our stupid Sorry. government. Right. So uh, first they kind of look around like, holy shit, uh, somebody saw it. And then they go, um, well, it was a, you know, what's happened before. And people are going, wait, wait, what? 
and they say, um, and it's okay because it's just, you know, they got satellites, so what's a weather balloon going to do? And then people go, but it's not going anywhere. And they, the, I watched the uh, briefing from the Pentagon, and I don't, I don't know the name of the officer who was up there doing his whole thing, but they, and he was doing the, well, I can't tell you this, and I can't tell you that. And he said, but we do know it's under its own power. Um, you know, it, it can, it can move itself. It can maneuver. Yep. So it's hanging over basically three of our biggest, uh, Minuteman missile bases. And now really we find out that it's, yeah, now we find out it's got listening devices on it. And, and so then, uh, the government says, oh, it's okay because, uh, we can jam it, which turns out to not be true. Yeah. Um, cause this isn't fucking Star Trek. And, uh, then they said, um, yeah, but this has happened before. It happened in the Trump administration. So every Trump administration person comes out and goes, uh, no, it didn't. And yeah. if it did, nobody told us. Which is even worse. <laughs> and then they admit, well, yeah, we didn't necessarily tell anybody. Oh, I mean, this so is much the worse. intelligence agencies yeah. going, you know, because, well, we didn't want Trump getting all crazy uh, and pushing talk, a Talk about or shadow government. Like, this is exactly what the conspiracy theorist, which I'm one of, talks about with the deep state and the shadow government. They run, they run the fucking country and they think they're above the fucking president. Yeah, so then they don't, uh, well, they think they're above certain presidents. Yeah. So then they do shoot it down, and Biden does this whole thing about, uh, I mean, the guy is, he's so incompetent. Oh, yeah. And I want to dig into a bunch of this stuff while we're, you know, because he showed his true colors many times this week. But he goes, well, I was going to shoot it down the second it came into our airspace. But, you know, the Pentagon told me probably not. They told me it could could hurt somebody when it lands. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Well. The problem with that story is you could have shot it down over water, in which case it wouldn't hurt anybody. Okay. Um, might, might have killed some fish or something or, you know, landed on one of the deadliest catch boats. You know, hey, things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, they said we didn't want to shoot it down over Montana because it would hurt people. Montana is one of, landmass-wise, one of the biggest states we have. It has a million yeah. people in it, I yeah, think. The smallest population, largest landmass. Well, not the smallest population. Wyoming's got half a million. That's true. One of them. Uh, but it, Yeah, but for its size, on a per square footage basis, I think it is the biggest state. So it wasn't going to hit anyone. But secondly, are you basically just saying, I told the Pentagon to shoot it down, they went, mm, no. We're not going to do yeah. that. Yeah. Initially, that was how it came across. And then they had time to massage that and say, well, I said shoot it down. But then they, they said, well, you know, maybe we should do it in a, in a less populous area. It's like, how less populous can you get? And by the way, if they if they could intercept the uh, their capability to monitor audio and, and signals, why didn't they just teleport somebody up there to, you know, to, to land it? Because yeah, obviously we have that technology. <laughs> So then they shoot. They say they wanted to make sure they shot it down where it wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And they shoot it down near Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which is one of the biggest tourist attract areas in the entire country this time of year. And a bunch of people sitting there on the beach, watch it come down. <laughs> I'm like, how? It it's like everything you, every answer you give to this makes you look dumber. Was it a Sidewinder missile they used? Yeah. Yeah. And did you see the footage? Yeah. 
And they're saying there's possibility that there was like a self-destruct, like explosives on board on it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know what to believe anymore. No, I mean, that that's the thing. It's like there, there's no, there's no such thing as absolute truth anymore. You, you just, you just yeah. don't know. So, so now it's, you know, you get the, uh, people saying, well, they shot it down over water cause they didn't want anybody finding it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's 60,000 feet in the air. You can see it fall all the way. Yeah. I got a feeling if they shot it down over land, they do a pretty good job of saying, don't touch that. Yeah. You know, it had plenty of people around. So none of their, none of that makes any damn sense, but then they shoot it down and they go, we sent the Chinese a message. And yeah, the message you sent them was you're a bunch of cucks. Yeah. You know, and China said they're very disappointed that we did that to their civilian balloon. Yeah. That and there might there's going to be consequences of what China said. China said there's going to be consequences for them for us shooting down their civilian um, aircraft. Now let's let's not forget that back in the Bush administration they rammed a plane of ours that wasn't even in their airspace. <laughs> it landed in their airspace. They kept the plane and they kept the crew for a while. Yeah, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, mm-hmm. you didn't do anything about that, and you're yeah. gonna so. Anyway, so in this, we find that apparently there have been balloons all over the place and that this has happened before, but they didn't tell uh, President Trump. Or any of his uh, security or his advisors. Yeah, and at the, and at the time this is happening, um, there is one over uh, Europe someplace, apparently, and one over South America. Yeah. And now you find out that China might have as many as 40 countries that it's doing this over at any given time. You know why? Because China do what they want. Yeah, I, I don't understand the the thought process. It's like, um, are you you're worried about causing some sort of in, international incident? That that's not on you. That's not on us. It's on China. So China yeah. is invading sovereign territory, and uh, some people are saying, well, at a certain height, it's not sovereign territory. It's that's why satellites can go over. It's like this balloon is at. Sovereign territory height. <laughs> you can shoot it down. Trust me. Yeah, I don't. And, you know, then you get these people talking about, you know, the war gaming stuff they've done and it doesn't go well for us in China and blah, blah, blah. And we'll lose a bunch of submarines. And um, it, I just I don't I'm certainly no military expert, but I'm just looking at the logistics of this and saying, you know, it's it's one thing if you want to as China, you know, take Taiwan. I mean, it's right across the whatever sea of Taiwan or uh, my geography is failing me right now. It's right there, you know, and they have a bunch of ships well within range and all that stuff. So it would be tough for us, but you've got all these people saying, yeah, we, all these war games we've done, we're going to run out of missiles in a week. Like, like Lockheed Martin and McDonnell Douglas and all these companies that make all this military shit aren't going to crank up, uh, you know, pl- crank out plenty of stuff. I mean, yeah, certainly we're diminishing our military with all the stuff we're giving away. I was going to say Ukraine probably has most of them. <laughs> but uh, but I got to believe if you're ta- if you're talking about making modern technology, who can make it the fastest and best? I don't think there's anybody who competes with us. Look, the my pillow guy factory, he'll just retrofit his factory to make missiles. I mean, that's what he Probably. did during COVID. He retrofitted his factory to make masks. So, you know, just get, just get Mike Lindell to do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Show them how to make uh, cruise missiles. Right. Mike will make a bunch Just of them. Retrofit his factory. Bing, you bang, get boom. a free cruise missile with every my pillow. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. point at your neighbors. Peace through superior <laughs> superior firepower. But a comfortable so firepower. Then, yeah. So then we um, <laughs> then we get Biden's State of the Union address, oh. and I watched the entire thing. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest. The first half hour of it, maybe, maybe even first half of it. 72 minutes long. Yeah, he was all jazzed on his... Uh, on his he uh, was he was doing Adderall. well. Yeah. He was the, whoever wrote that speech did a good job. Uh, Joe was doing the one thing that he can do well, which is sort of tell these kind of self-deprecating jokes. And then he started to get into the bullshit. And he's smart enough to know that's what he's selling. And it just kept, I, I keep saying this, every chance the left gets to double down, they just do. It's like playing, it's like playing blackjack with somebody and watching them get a pair of deuces and they just go, yeah, I want to split them. And you're going, this, none of this is making any sense. You know, I mean, and they're just going, nope, got a strategy. It's going to work great. You know, (laughs) like, no, this is not going to work out for you. Um, so, you know, he uh, starts he starts with this stuff about, uh, you know, Democrat or Republicans want to uh, sunset um, Social Security, Social Security. And they sort of start getting up. Oh, they heckled know, him. About it was it. awesome. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 they did. It's a it's proposed, blah, 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 blah. And uh, he goes, you don't believe it. You can check with my office. And so then he basically said, and the Biden administration is counting this as a win. Yeah. And again, this is why stupid people are running your government. And I don't mean like people I disagree with, you're stupid. I mean, legitimately dumb people, they might be book smart, but they're walking around dumb. Uh, they said, no, this is a, this is a great victory for Biden because he got those Republicans to agree that they're not going to touch social security they weren't ever talking about that this this is this is a perfect example of gaslighting right but then they take it they they double down and they make it worse for them he goes oh so we're all in agreement then that is a video clip that every republican running for office can use when any democrat says they just want to cut your social security no they don't on live tv we agreed with the president so can yeah. we stop talking about this yep they took away one of their biggest tools it's a lie but it never stops them from using yeah. it you know but now the republicans get to go no 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 that's exactly what we didn't say yeah but rooster and here's here's the video proof tell me one world leader that would want to trade places with xi jinping one leader one leader Tell me. So Dana Perino said <laughs> afterwards, um, and not only is uh, she like, you know, my one of my favorite people on earth. Uh, she uh, she said that wasn't in the script because they get a printout of the speech mm-hmm. beforehand. And she says, now there can be changes made to it. She goes, but the last copy we got, he would have had to have changed it basically walking in the door. Yeah. And that's what I mean about the first half of this went okay, but then he just got into the dumb stuff. Well, it's nobody because his Adderall knows, starts wearing off. Right, but nobody knows what the hell he was talking about there. Yeah. What? And second of all, 
Uh, just about every world leader who's authoritarian would want to switch with him. You know, anybody in an African country, oh, hey, yeah. switch with Xi Jinping. I got a feeling uh, Vladimir Putin would like to switch places with him right now. I mean, most of the world leaders would switch places with him. Yeah. To have absolute authority over one of the biggest militaries and world economies, mm-hmm. you're damn right someone would. Yeah, everybody, no. everybody, even the, like, if you look at the video clip and you watch um, the Democrats' reaction to that, they're like, what are we supposed to, I, I don't, I don't get, what am I, should I clap? I don't get it. <laughs> well, and then he said, we're going to need fossil fuels for at least another 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the Republicans just start laughing. Yeah, they all just were like, oh my God, he said it. Of course we do, you idiot. <laughs> and then the Democrats, the Democrats booed like, oh no, no, that's not yeah. what we need. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he looked was, he looked so flustered by that. He's like, that, that wasn't what I expected. He was just lost up there. Yeah. Well, at least he's the economy's improving under him. You know? <laughs> well, at least there's, there's that. that clip. There's that clip of Hakeem Jeffries. And this is what frustrates me more than anything. Um, and I don't when I say we're run by stupid people, I don't think Hakeem Jeffries is one of them. I think he knows the old Hitler line. Repeat the lie until it becomes the truth, mm-hmm. you know. And he said, uh, gas prices down, you know, wages up, unemployment uh, are down, you know, on and on and on. He tells all of these things that are either lies or complete or inflation down. No. Inflation when Biden took over was like 1.8. It's like eight now. Um, It's coming down a little, but it's seven times what it was before. Um, gas price is not down. When Trump left office, it was $2.50, roughly. It got up to almost $5 at one point. It's come yeah. down, but it's still well into the threes. Uh, unemployment is down, but off of the COVID shutdowns. So if you had a bunch of people who weren't working and now they're working, we still have a record amount of people who are not working. Right. You know, 7 million people did not go back into the workforce. So everything he says is just a lie, and the media doesn't fucking call him on it. It drives me crazy. Now, they're starting to call Biden on some of the uh, some of the um, document things, and this is yet another example where it proves how the guy is an idiot. He says, he goes, no, 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 see, those documents, they got packed up by people in my office and they just, they obviously didn't care, you know, and some of these things go back to 1974, Yeah, you know, they're, they're worried about stuff from back then. It's like, well, wait a second, Joe, you were a Senator in 1974. You're not allowed to leave with classified documents. How do you have them? You know? Yeah. And he just, and so then finally they're having these, um, and I want to get back to these at some point, they're having these investigations, and I know I was not pro-investigation when the Republicans got in there. I just wanted to get wanted to see them get on the way with governing. But they're having the investigations over um, oh, the, the, the Twitter stuff. Yeah, Twitter and, and collusion with and the, the Biden family stuff. Yeah. Uh, and oh, man. Talk about, talk they about are, fucking lying liars. They are kicking the shit out of these witnesses. But they asked Biden, what do you think about this whole thing? And he goes, ah. The public's not going to pay any attention to that. <laughs> of course, he, oh, he, my, he, that, that's his that's his hope. I mean, that's a very my, hopeful but answer. My God, have a better fucking answer. You know, I mean, yeah. you're telling people you're you're basically telling the woman interviewing you 
The American public is stupid. So, and, yeah. and you're the intellectual. First of all, you're a dummy, and the American public may not care all the time, but collectively they're not stupid. And yes, they pay attention. Because one thing people don't like is unfairness. And one thing they do like is watching people on high perches fall down. And uh, this is unfair, and it's going to take down a president. So, yeah, everybody's paying attention. Now, there's a congressman that are that are threatening to say that there's going to be criminal charges against these people. And they're I mean, it's, uh, it actually irritates me to hear this because it gets my, you know, it gets people on the right salivating and gets our hopes up. But that's not going to fucking happen. You know? Now, against who are you talking? Uh, like the uh, Vijay um, oh, Vijaya, Twitter chief yeah. uh, legal officer of Twitter. Um, yeah. James Baker, the uh, Yoel Roth, uh, the Yoel Roth. Yeah, yeah, James Baker was head of something, something. And yeah, he was he-, he was head of their legal. Yeah, and then Twitter. Yoel Roth is another one who's a big name, big muckety muck. Um, yeah, he was the uh, head of tr- uh, trust and safety. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Okay, so uh, no, that's not it. Uh, Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins was the congressman. So he told them, "Oh, you can be arrested for infer- interfering with the 2020 presidential election." And the uh, this is from Infowars, and they're like, "Oh, they were sweating." It's like, no, they're not. They know better. But he goes, "The bottom line is that the FBI had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking." They knew it would hurt the Biden family, so the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence from being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You, ladies and gentlemen, this is Higgins saying this, you, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America's 2020 presidential election knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is an investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Your attorneys are familiar with that. I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen doing des- depositions surely yet to come. I mean, it sounds like tough guy talk. It's like it's like hearing um, Lindsey Graham when he was doing his tough guy talk and you're going, wow, Lindsey Graham sounded like a tough guy and nothing comes of it. Yeah. Well, I would generally agree with you, but in this case, I want to disagree to a point. Okay. So did you watch many of these uh, I, hearings? I watched clips, yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched clips. So I don't think you're going to scare Baker. Uh, he's got too many friends at the FBI yeah. who are just, and he's, I think he's a political animal and savvy about this kind of stuff. You're not going to freak him out. Um, Vijaya Gotti, I think, I think she thinks she's going to be okay. You know, she's an attorney. She knows you can spin this stuff out forever and um, but that is it. Yoel Roth is that his name? Yeah. Um, yep. The head of trust and safety. Do you watch him shaking through this whole thing? And and the JJ, she was shaking. She was she looked very nervous. Well, she but, may have been nervous, but I think you could talk her down off her ledge. This other guy is. You think um, he knows he's the one that's going to get thrown under the bus? He is a, well, he was sort of the point man for this. Yeah. I mean, he was the one talking to the FBI. He's the one who, when the FBI contacted him and said, hey, we want this taken care of. And he sent back the thing that said, it's handled. And they're saying, what are you talking about saying it's handled? Yeah. What do you mean? And well, I think this is a guy who's always talked tough. He's one of these 
keyboard warriors. Um, you know, I hate to be stereotypical here, but he is a soft gay guy who's never been in a fight in his life and uh, thinks that with a little bit of power, he can just go nuts on people. But the same kind of guy who, if he uh, just had to ride the bus home in Silicon Valley, would be terrified that someone was going to beat him up, yeah. you know? And so he's a soft, spineless wuss of a human being who is going to freak out when they start saying they're going to throw you in jail forever. Yeah. And he's going to say, no, they can't. And no matter how much you say that to him, I think he's going to worry. And I think what they're trying to do is sweat him out to find out who at the FBI was getting a hold of him. Cause I don't think they want him. I think they want to start smoking out some people that well i'll believe it when i see it because i think like a lot of this stuff is just gonna get it's a lot of pomp and circumstance with no with nothing to come from it smoke and mirrors so well but they not only did they talk about the um, hunter hunter laptop bullshit but they talked about the covid stuff too how how they um they silenced authoritative doctors on on the subject matter and then they asked here's well, yeah hold on before you get to that quick okay. i just want to finish my thought on this okay. other thing I agree that it may be hard to get anything to come of this because there's too many people in the FBI who are going to be like, let them hang that guy. You know, they don't care. Yeah. But now you're starting to get people. And there was just a, I heard one on the radio on the way in. I can't remember this woman's name. She was a, uh, she was a long-term um, FBI employee turned whistleblower. And she just said, you know, it's getting bad. She goes, I just couldn't take it anymore. And that's what everybody at the FBI better start worrying about is yeah. if the sort of, uh, you know, the people in charge who were sort of telling everybody, hey, shut up and do what we say. If they get enough of these whistleblower types who step forward and start naming names, because I don't think they care if anybody at Twitter or Facebook wants they're looking at them just like Peter Strzok did going, eh. You can't touch me. Yeah. But if you get other people in the FBI that start turning on them, no, I hope. think that's when they start to get scared. Hope. I mean, there's got to be at some point, there's got to be some justice. There's got to be some heads rolling to, to make us believe in the system. Because right now I'm just so black pilled by the fact that nobody ever gets any consequences, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so you were talking about the, uh, yeah, the, COVID, the, stuff. the COVID stuff. So their uh, representative, uh, Nancy Mace. Mace. She blasted the former executives for um, uh, for also, as highlighted by the Elon Musk release of the Twitter files, working to suppress information regarding COVID. So here's a quote from her. She goes, I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only as was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine, she declared. I was. It wasn't the first shot. But it was the second shot. I have now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. I have tremors in my left hand, and I had the occasional heart pains that no doctor can explain. I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming. Twitter suppression spread into medical fields. You are not a doctor, right? Mace directly asked Gotti, adding, what makes you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual accurate CDC data? Uh, Gotti pathetically claimed she was not familiar with these particular situations. She goes, um, Mace said, yeah, I'm sure you're not. Um, but I mean, they go, they, when they asked, I think it was Gotti, they asked, um, 
why did you censor doctors that were quoting CDC statistics that had um, that were that were um, published and peer-reviewed doctors and you just decided to to censor them why 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 did you choose that and and i think they said that well we were looking out for the safety of the american public yeah why do you who do you fucking think you are which is almost exactly what nancy may said (laughs) (laughs) it was what lauren bovert said by the way she uh she got a little worked up yeah she was she um, almost got too worked up in my opinion bovert i thought uh i thought your gal uh uh, from Georgia, there. What's her name? Oh, went over uh, the. Uh, oh my God, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, she my... went over the. She sounded like the the ranting. Oh, get off my lawn! I actually guy's thought wife. she sounded more more put together than uh, Bobert. I I was actually shocked that Bobert sounded more shrill at this point to me. I and I like Marjorie them both. Honestly, Green, I like them both. So. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene's. Uh, it, it really it really put me off. So I, I, there were no, there was no question in what she said. No, she no. Just... And, and I get it. And I, I, I just, I just like her bluntness, I guess. And yeah, she wasn't really asking questions. She was just making statements, which is, you know, sometimes that can be frustrating, but you know, cause you want them well, to kind of hang themselves with their answers and you want her to go, let them answer. They're going to ha- fucking hang themselves. Well, a couple things on this. I like what like Nancy Mace did. She did the same thing when she went after the people at uh, Twitter about, um, you know, the tweets they were putting up. Yeah. Um, when it came to like uh, censoring Nazis and all that stuff, and then the guy who's running—it's not Louis Gomert from Texas. It's a, another guy whose name sounds like that. Who's running this committee? Started like Gomer or something or Comer or whatever. But he asked um, the Roth guy straight up. He's like, um, the tweet was something along the lines of, "Oh, I'm sure that pink-haired person is uh, way more dangerous than actual Nazis in the in the oh, White House." Yeah. He goes, "Did you say this?" He's like, "Yeah." I regret goes, my wording. Tweet? Yeah, I regret my words. And he should have cut him off right there and said, "So the answer is yes. You yeah. tweeted this." And then he said, "Are all uh, Republicans Nazis?" "Oh, of course not, sir. Are all..." Uh, all the people in the Trump administration, Nazis? Oh, of course not. And the question he should have followed up with was, well, then what the fuck does this mean? Yeah. You know, what the hell is this? I regret and my I, choice of words. I really think that Twitter, and I'm going to make some parallels, Taylor, to the Twitter employees in the FBI. Twitter employees thought they were untouchable, that they could do all this stuff and no one could touch them. And then Elon Musk bought Twitter and said, here you go, people. Yeah. Here's all the stuff. And I mean, he's got everything. They have tweets. They have emails. It's all yeah. there. Even if the if Twitter folds after after Elon Musk, you know, tries his best to keep it afloat, he still did, you know, the Lord's work <laughs> just by buying it and exposing it. Look, if if uh, Twitter folds, but these people go to jail, I've never been on Twitter. I've never thought about being verified or anything. I'll send Elon Musk eight dollars a month for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. Um, anyway, so the parallel I'm going to draw is: I think everybody in the FBI thought they were untouchable until you get people in the FBI who start becoming whistleblowers and saying, "Let me tell you what's really going on." And every time one of them steps forward, it gets easier for another one to step forward. And I think over the next few months, we're going to see that happen more and more. And what I worry about is that the Biden administration is going to do some stupid thing to try and distract from it. 
And generally it's a, it's a wag the dog kind of thing. And it's going to be something in Ukraine. And I don't, don't like that. Yeah. I think it'll be a sending fighter jets to Ukraine or something like that. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. So, and now you see these, uh, and government does this, not just Democrats, although they're the ones doing it here. The Bush administration did it with Afghanistan. Um, they had the first Iraq war, right? They went in there and blitzkrieg those guys. I know someone will say that's a Nazi reference, but they went in there and they kicked their ass in, in 48 hours. And then they should have just left. Yeah. You know? And I understand they're saying, no, 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 you got to support the freedom fighters. No, no, no. You got to just go show bad guys that they can't be bad guys sometimes. Yep. Anyway, this war in Ukraine started from defensive weapons to, well, now you get some offensive weapons. Now you get tanks. Now you got Patriot missile systems. Now somebody said, look, you know, if they want to take Crimea back, we should help them. And Mm. I'm like, no. Mm. Russia took that. They shouldn't have taken that. But that was almost 10 years ago. Um, they've annexed it. They treat it like it's their country. You want to start a really big problem. You try and take it back. If Ukraine wants to do it, let Ukraine do it and then say, but if you do that, we're done. We're out. Yeah. Well, Mitch McConnell really wants to, you know, really amp up the money. You know, he's, (sighs) yeah, yeah, I'm just, and, and Lindsey Graham and all the, the typical, it just sickens me. I watched a YouTube video earlier today. Um, it was some chick that does like gun modeling. I can't. She's she's well known in the uh, in like if you have gun magazine, she's one of the chicks that are always in the advertisements for different products. Um, mm-hmm. But she went and did a you know, like a shot show. She went to a convention called Shot Show. It's one of the biggest gun conventions. And she was going around interviewing people and she'd ask him, hey, should we send more money to Ukraine? And pretty much every answer was like, fuck no. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's, 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 you know, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> if you got the whole, you know, the gun, the gun um, lobby of America basically going, this is ridiculous enough. Cause you know, you think, oh, they're warmongers. They're into guns. It's like, yeah, war. Hell yeah. No, fuck no. <laughs> they're like, this is stupid. So, Yeah. Um, It just makes you, I remember, uh, Tim Robbins when George Bush was going out and, uh, or not George Bush. He was, uh, yeah, he was exiting as president, but, um, Barack Obama was running against John McCain and Tim Robbins was on like David Letterman. He goes, I just want smart people running the country again. Yeah. You know, and not, Um, not intellectuals. Just smart people. We have a bunch of dipshits in place right now. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Tim Robbins, I'm not saying he's a Republican, but he uh, he went on who was it somebody's show and trashed uh, the left, hmm. saying they're becoming too authoritarian. He said this idea that you're not going to let someone work because they won't get a shot. He goes, that's not right. Yeah. Way to wake up, Tim. Yeah. Way to wake up. Well, we're still on the subject of. Um congressional hearings and all that. Did you watch any of the video that, uh, when, uh, Matt Walsh from the daily wire testified before the, um, Tennessee, I think it was house, you know, uh, yes, I did. And it's just (laughs) delicious, pathetic. No, it was good because I just, Matt Walsh is awesome. He's just, he's just unflappable. And, uh, you can tell he's just, he's, he's just not intimidated at all. He's not nervous at all. And these guys think they have gotcha questions for him, and they end up sounding like such a fucking morons. 
well, there was there was one. There were like three guys I've got who got it pulled uh, up here, so I can probably look it up if you want. There were like three guys who were Democrats who were questioning yeah. him, and one of them, one of them asked him some question, and then he asked the question back, mm-hmm. and the guy didn't say anything. He goes, "Well, do you?" and and the guy goes, "Uh." Well, uh, we ask the questions here and uh, yield back my time. Yeah, he goes, he goes, uh, so uh, the guy asked him, because when Matt Walsh was a radio show host back when he was early 20s, he said some stupid shit, obviously. And uh, he was talking uh, and the guy brought up, uh, you know, when you were a radio host, you said that 60, people at 16 were considered adults and they could have, you know, they should be pregnant and blah, and be married. So do you think that 16 year olds are adults? And he goes, well, she goes, no, 18 is the legal age of adulthood, but uh, adulthood, but typically, you know, the brain's not fully developed till 25. Um, so he goes, uh, so we should be having a conversation about whether we should be doing these surgeries on people at 18, but certainly before 18, it's absurd. And then he goes, it was Hemmer. He goes, do you think that a 16 year old can meaningfully consent to having their body parts removed? And then the guy sits back and he goes, do you? And then there's this uncomfortably yeah. long silence where the guy just leans back from his microphone, kind of smirks and looks away. And he goes, and Matt goes, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and they're like, oh, but this isn't what we do. We, you can't ask questions. Yeah. So. Well, and then there was a, there was another guy who asked him, uh, you know, what his medical uh, oh, that expertise was. was. <laughs> that was and I hate too. that stuff. I know. Because you authority. see that all the time. And Ben Shapiro does a great job of that where he says. Uh, Appealing to authority of- is what it is. Yeah, he had a clip of some smug college kid asking him, you know, oh, do you have a sociology degree? Do you have all this? And anyway, he said, uh, he said, no, I don't need one. Simply the fact that I can read. And Matt Walsh brought it up again too. He goes, no, but I did learn how to read in school. And I, I, uh, he goes, I've been able to do that for a long time. So I can read the studies and the information. I mean, this idea that you can't comment on something because you're not a medical professional. You're not making a diagnosis. You're reading what other medical people have said. Yeah. You don't you? have to be an expert to do that. When somebody says the studies show your brain is not fully developed until you're 25, especially as a male, you don't have to be a doctor to repeat that. That's research. Yeah. Here, here's here's the exact quote. So a uh, representative John Ray Clemens asked Walsh what his education background was and what he what he felt qualified him to speak on the issue. And Matt responded, my gra- background that qualifies me to speak to this issue is that I'm a human being with a brain and common sense and I have a soul. And so therefore, I think it's a really bad idea to chemically ca- castrate children. That's my experience. And then he went on to say, uh, I don't have a formal education past col- in college education, but I did pick up the ability to read. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just so great yeah yeah uh, he, these guys these guys and then they asked him at one point he goes um why are you, the one of them asked him you know uh why are you you're the one that made this such a big issue why is that are you just trying to get clicks or something he goes are you yeah <laughs> are you doing that right now oh you well, don't get that, to ask questions that uh, same guy who asked him what his medical expertise said said well, you said, uh, you know, people are, uh, they can, um, it, whatever it was at 16, he said, uh, well, do you say that, uh, you know, people can't, that a 16 year old then can't consent to have uh, uh, rhinoplasty oh, yeah. or breast or, augmentation? 
Yeah. And he basically goes, yeah, okay, I'd do that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, fine yeah. with that. Yeah. And even even with the rhinoplasty, he didn't really address rhinoplasty and nose, nose jazz, but I'm sure his thing would be, yeah, if it's cosmetic, nope, not until you're 18. Yeah. So if it's something that's a, a, a functioning, like a functional issue, sure. Yeah, you can do that. But I, if it was me, I'd have gone even farther and said, but just so we're clear, you're equating getting breast augmentation and having rhinoplasty with having your genitalia removed. Yeah. You're equating those two things. That's what your yeah. question does. Well, you could yeah. tell that they, 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 you could tell they knew they were, they were not looking good because they finally decided they, they're done trying to do the gotcha stuff because it just wasn't working and they just moved on. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I mean, even if I didn't like Matt Walsh, he's a very smart guy who's well-researched and thinks on his feet. He's certainly not uh, the, I mean, he's very smart. He's smarter than most people. um, And he comes prepared. Mm -hmm. So I don't mean this as insulting him. He's certainly not a Jordan Peterson or a Thomas soul. You know, Um, those guys have done twice the reading that Matt Walsh has ever done. But it still amazes me that people will go at a Matt Walsh, a Jordan Peterson, a, Thomas soul, like they aren't informed. Yeah. You know, it's like these people are going to eat your lunch. Don't do it. Yeah. You can go out and you can comment on the weather without being a meteorologist, you know? Yeah. So knock it off with that kind of bullshit because it makes you look stupid. Or you can say, Hey, it's going to rain tomorrow according to the weatherman. And someone will say, what makes you an authority to say that? Yeah. What makes, I'm just repeating what the weatherman said. Yeah. Well, what authority do you have? Because I watch TV. I'm not. I'm not understanding what you mean. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so stupid. At least the dumbass college kid who went after Ben Shapiro uh, was attacking his opinions, but Ben Shapiro's opinions were based on yeah. facts. Yeah. Matt Walsh is saying your brain doesn't fully develop till you're 25, which is medically researched, peer-reviewed, understood, accepted fact. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, you're not a doctor. No, the doctor already did that. I mean, it's like if you go to the if you go to the doctor and they say you have appendicitis and you go home and your wife says, you know, what happened? Well, I got to go to the hospital. Why? Uh, doctor told me I have to go to the hospital. Why? Oh, well, I'd say, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> you know, yeah. would well, yeah. you have an appendicitis? Well, how would you know? You're not a doctor. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, I didn't it's do so this. Stupid. I didn't do the, um, the ultrasound. So, you know, I didn't see the results of the ultrasound with my own eyes and I didn't study it, to learn how to interpret those results. So I can't tell you. You didn't, you didn't see the what? The, the ultrasound. Oh, you see, you can't use that term because oh, you're not a doctor. The picture on the box, the electric box. No, see, that's just a dumb <laughs> way of saying ultrasound. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I think uh, between, um, Matt Walsh and, um, well, Matt Walsh is like my spirit animal. Uh, he's my he's my thing. I, I like I, I, if I could uh, equip equip myself like him in in like public uh, you know meetings or like if I were to get involved in politics, I'd I'd want to handle it like Matt Walsh hand, handles it. <laughs> you know, just very even keel, very no nonsense, but very informed and uh, just unflappable. I love it. The only time I've ever seen anybody sort of catch him off balance was a couple times during his uh, Rogan podcast. Oh. Okay. He did. Yeah. Rogan, Rogan got him off balance a few times, but, but, uh, but he never got, was, he never got amped up or anything or like nervous sounding. He just seemed 
Like he was no, no, no. He left him. Yeah, he left him sort of stammering a couple times, okay. but um, I think it was I mean, on marriage, he, wasn't it? Probably. Uh, yeah, it was on marriage, the gay marriage thing. Yeah. You know, and I think a little bit on abortion too. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's um, you know, the guy just you can't go after people who don't have to fall back on insults and made up bullshit. Yeah. If people are well-researched and have the facts, you know, or can just hold themselves together and stay on track. I I think I mentioned this to you. I had a, I had a friend who got together with some friends and they started on the climate change thing. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know, this, they said, well, we better do something because by 2040, if we don't do something, you know, the world's basically got too much carbon in it. And I said, you mean carbon or carbon dioxide? And they, they said, I said, because one is an element that's not just created, you know, and the other is uh, the other is something plants breathe. Right. And uh, they're like, wow, you know what I mean? I'm like, well, actually, I don't because they're two different things. Yeah. And then all I said was, all I want you to do is tell me one thing that the climate sci- climate scientists have predicted, just one that's come true. And one of my other buddies jumped in and said, <clears throat> he said, um, excuse me, um, well, for every expert, you can come up with something. I can come up with another one. I said, probably true. That's not what I asked you to do. Right. So just give me one prediction. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it was just, they expect you to get in this sort of tit for tat thing. You're like, just answer my question. You know, I'll answer yours after you answer mine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Don't don't move a goalposts. Don't change the subject. You know, don't try and to I'm gaslight. Not gonna, I'm not going to get into this your expert, my expert thing, because those are people's opinions. Yeah. I just want in this argument, when we're talking about it. I want you to explain to me why it's bad if we have too much carbon dioxide. I'm sure I'm sure there's lots of reasons, but if you can't articulate them, I can't take you seriously. Or if you really believe it's carbon, because like. It's going to be people's pencils lying around or something, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You're yeah. just proving. And then, you know, whatever you're basing this on, tell me the expert who, who predicted something that happened and that, you know, that all the polar bears are going to die or Florida's underwater or the hole in the ozone got bigger and fried out our retinas because none of those things happened. Yeah. None of them. Although I did I listen to our, the, our conservative radio morning show part of it this morning and. A guy was calling in talking about how, you know, all these people that talk about green energy and, and, the and, uh, you know, allocating land for green energy. And he's like, um, I am, am a property owner that has a significant amount of property that part of it was, uh, taken over by, um, government in order to put up windmills. And he goes, they had to cut a huge swath through my property. Um, well, it was no longer his property. They, they, they did it that what's it called where they pay you off for the property um imminent domain uh, imminent domain yeah imminent domain so they imminent domained him and they took the property and then they cut this huge swath of of land they cut the trees away because on on each side of each uh, windmill you have to have 75 feet of clear land yeah and so they cut huge swaths of forest and he goes it it went over a trout a trout stream and trout streams for the trout to live they have to have shade they can't be in direct light so mm-hmm. once you get rid of the trees around these trout, trout streams, the, the trout die off. And he goes, also, there was, 
I think he said grouse. There was like a grouse nest or something, yep. and it basically obliterated the grou- grouse nest. Um, and he goes, it's 75 feet on either side of each one of these. So there's this huge swath of land that they're 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 not conservationists. They're they're destroying nature in order to put up these things that are super inefficient. Yeah, and it's killing birds left and yeah, right. Yeah, that's another thing. It kills birds. The the solar panels kills birds because um, when birds fly over these huge solar panel farms, they just kill over dead from like the reflected heat. I guess. Um, the, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I believe maybe that not. Part or maybe, not. Maybe not. Like that. That might be uh, anecdotal. But I know that the windmills kill birds. A shit. Yeah, they do. They absolutely do. Yeah. And now they're saying that um, it's starting to cause inner ear problems with people who live within certain distance of them. Cause there's a constant sort of like a thrum, like, uh, a, like a, yeah, yeah like, like a, audible I thing. may be getting the, I may be getting the term wrong, like a subsonic. So you can't really hear it, but you can feel yeah, it kind vibration, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they say it's causing insomnia and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is not, I was sitting in a parking lot talking to you today, actually, uh, uh, Walmart. I was in the parking lot. And uh, I was watching a one of these really tall light posts that they have, mm-hmm. and it was just like undulating, like it was like doing a belly dance, and it was just because of the wind or whatever. And I'm like, I wonder, yeah, what kind of resonance is happening because of that. <laughs> I wonder if you're standing next to it, you're hearing like a wah, 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 wah. <laughs> well, there's one near my house. It's in an office complex, and I think it's more for show because it's a. Uh, it's a smaller one. It's still very good sized. And I know it does generate some power for the building. But if when my son, when he was really young, when we went by it, he was fascinated by it all the time. So I got out one time and got out of the car and he and I stood under it and he, you could hear it. It's like a whoop, whoop, yeah. Whoop. yeah. And I thought, man, that would bug the hell out oh, of me. Oh, yeah. Well, then, so, yeah. There's, I, just, I, I, think it's, I think it's silly that, you know, people are so... There's they can't question these things. It really is a religion, and I can't remember who it was I saw saying that, but um, they said that it has all the hallmarks of a religion. It yeah. it denies science. It believes things because it wants to. It doesn't tolerate uh, deviation. It's like gosh, the yeah, soul climate thing. All kinds of things that are correlated. Yeah, and I these same friends that I sat around with were talking about uh, the climate stuff. I said. You know, what are you going to do with, uh, when you stop burning gas in cars, what are you going to do with all the gas? They're like, well, we're not going to need it. I'm like, well, you're still going to need oil, right? Because these cars have a lot of plastic in them. And, you know, you're not going to make enough soy plastic to be able to do this. And if you do and it gets wet, well, now you got problems. But anyway, and they're like, well, yeah. And I said, you obviously need oil for the, the engines, you know, to keep parts moving and stuff. I mean, these things need, and they're like, well, yeah. And I said, all sorts of machinery needs oil. Like, yeah, but we'll greatly reduce the, so we'll still need oil. Correct. And they're like, yes. And I said, well, so what are you going to do with the gas? They're like, well, we're just not going to make it. No, that's not how that works. Gas is a byproduct of making oil. Yep. And they just look at you like they've never heard this before. (laughs) And I, I mean, this is only something I found out in the last couple of years. Okay, Rooster, then then how are you qualified to talk about this? Well, because <laughs> because I can see it. Yeah, you, you, know? can, you can read, you can see. Yeah. yeah. If I, you know, if I uh, buy a tube of toothpaste, take the top off and squeeze it and tooth com- toothpaste comes out, I don't have to be a dentist 
to know that toothpaste goes in the tube, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that is actually I, I toothpaste see coming out of there, yeah. Yeah, look, right there. So you know, Now, if you ask me beforehand, and I have never seen toothpaste before, I'm just kind of guessing. We uh we always come up to to time like really way before we get to all the subjects we want to talk about, but I, I, there's one I wanted to bring up really quick at the end here. We got about five minutes. Um, okay. And this is from Alpha News. Um. So in Minnesota, Those hateful bigots. Yeah, Minnesota. It says state warns of significant surge in sextortion schemes targeting young boys. Isn't that weird? You see, you always hear about you know, the, the threats to women and, and toxic masculinity and how girls are targeted to, you know, sexually and, and they're being um, exploited and all that stuff. But you don't hear about mm-hmm. this stuff. Uh, law enforcement nationwide received more than 7,000 reports of online financial sextortion involving children in 2022. Law enforcement authorities warned Minnesota parents about a significant surge in sextortion schemes specifically targeting young boys during a press conference on Monday. The Bureau of Criminal uh, Apprehension Superintendent Drew Evans said his agency began receiving tips about Minnesota boys being blackmailed through sextortion schemes a couple of years ago. So what happens, he goes, the crime typically plays out like this. A young boy is befriended online by a criminal posing as an attractive girl. The criminal then convinces the victim to share a sexual image of himself showing his face. Once the image is shared, the criminal's immediately demand money or gift cards from the victim threatening to kill the victim or his loved ones. You know, that's where it gets to, you know, it starts out with, uh, you know, Hey, you know, you need to give us money and then we won't show your, your, uh, your, your face and sexual images. And then if the kid goes, I don't know how to get money, he goes, well, we'll kill your family if you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. uh, did they, did it say in there how they generally get them to show them these images? Yeah, they said they they pretend they're uh, a cute girl, and yeah, that the girls asking, naked, yeah, and then they, yeah they send the nudes women. the nudes of the girls, and they go, I want you to send one back to me, and then the guy goes, Yeah, sure, you know, if you'll send me more, they look, of course, I'll send you even better pictures if you send me a nude, but make sure your face is in there. I want to know it's you, and then so, yeah, this is um this is why I'm a terrible parent. I had this conversation with my both of my sons because they're. They're either of an age where this could happen or they will soon be at an yeah, age where this, this can happen. It says the target of this is ages of boys anywhere from 10 to 17. Yeah, there you go. So mm-hmm. they fit right in there. Anyway, I said, look, here's some things you got to do. First of all, never take a picture of your junk for no, anybody. Ever. I don't care. I don't care who it is. Just don't do it. If you happen to do it, don't don't post it. Don't send it anywhere because it's going to, you know, it's going to be seen. And, uh, but I said, so if it comes to something like this and a girl that you don't know wants to send you naked pictures or something like that, first of all, delete them off your phone because you could certainly be, you know, busted or their parents find out about it and you're underage. I said, you can charges and all that stuff. I said, but if you really want to discourage any of this stuff, when they send it to you, just be like, that's it. That's all you got. I said, that is not. It is not an answer that they're expecting, you know? Yeah. I think my answer is if they send you those things and now send me something, you go, like I've done before, you go, well, I just stepped out of the shower. Do you want to pick? And they go, sure. (laughs) And then you show a picture of the shower. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. And then that's pretty much all they're going to (laughs) get. I know. But my point was be a smart ass. Yeah. No, that's being a smart ass too. It's like, it's like, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. Acknowledge, acknowledge that they're, that, 
that this is what they want from you, but they're not getting it. And you can make a joke out of it, you know? Yeah. I said, the other thing you can do is take a picture like of something really, really close up that almost looks like it could be part of a penis or something, like a potato. you know, like some really <laughs> blurred picture and be like, uh, it only looks good close up, you know, <laughs> just, just something like that. Just do not play along, you know, just throw something sort of asymmetrical at them and see what happens. And I said, and then they will, they will stop bugging you. But I did say, I told my boys when they were younger, um, you know, more like in the sort of grooming kind of stuff. I said, I don't ever want you to feel like, you know, someone puts you in an awkward situation and says, Hey, if you don't do what I ask you, I'm going to kill your family. Um, I said, I want you to feel like I'm going to tell my dad who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's and, more, that, that, that's more threatening than anything. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I just, uh, I, it, Again, I use this analogy all the time. It's like you say things like that, just like the guy saying to the guy at the bar, hey, do you want to step outside? They're not expecting that guy to say, oh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. You know, I mean, they may be expecting him to say, yeah, I'll do it. But they're expecting some sort of wavering or something. They don't want the guy who goes, oh, I've been waiting for you to ask. Or, or have his you buddies know? hold him back. Oh, yeah, hold me back, bro. Hold me back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be totally yeah, go outside. My bros won't hold me back. Yeah, you're lucky they're holding me back. Hold yeah. me back. Hold me back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess according to the BCA, the criminals are re mostly reside in West African countries. So it's part of that Nigerian prince scheme. <laughs> Yeah, um, And so it makes the cases difficult to investigate or prosecute. In some cases, they re release the photos even after the money is sent. That's what they're saying. So it's just yeah. an, another fuck you. So, the, you know, you got to you got to tell your kids, you know, like you said, just never, ever, never show your boot, your pubes or, or dick pics or whatever. Just never do any of that. And uh, if people ask for it, you know, like in your age group that, you know, so, you know, it's not a scam, but you know, it's somebody, you know, and you guys are just make a joke out of it and, 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 and make them laugh and that's it. And and that'll be yeah. actually more appreciated anyway, because chicks dig guys with a sense of humor and vice versa. You know, if a chick's got a sense of humor about something like that, that's, that's cool. You don't need to see the goods, you know? Yeah. But, uh, women just say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, it. if you want to get uh, if you want to get a hold of us, best way to do it is through Facebook and the Bread and Circuses podcast page, uh, and that's where we, you know, interact with everybody the most. So if you've got topic ideas for us or you want to comment on some of the stuff, we've uh, had some people send us some pictures that we've posted on there. So anything you got, or if you are interested in being on the show, just let us know there. And uh, as far as Twitter goes, uh, you know. Someday, we'll we'll see. We'll see if it makes it through. If if uh, if Elon can get it uh, financially solvent, and then we'll step in, do some Twitter stuff. Sure. All right. See you, bye.